Hi, I'm Beth Guckenberger, and welcome to the Punch First Podcast. Todd, we're on day 20 of 21 days. And my goal always when I was working on this is to create muscle memory. Because sometimes when we get in the middle of a situation where our thoughts are running away from us or our our adrenaline is pumping and our sinful nature feels like it will not be squelched. I wanted something that just felt like, okay, I know exactly what to do next. And, you know, I have a lot of self-talk. I have a lot of words I use that are like triggers to myself to remember you are born in another place. You are set in your, your citizenship is in heaven. You are seated in the heavenly realms. You like put your mind on things above. Like I just things that like just try to redirect me when my adrenaline's pumping or my, my thoughts are racing. And one of those words I use is the word I read about here in day 20, which is sozo. Sozo is a Greek word. Usually I'm talking about Hebrew words, but sozo means three things at the same time to save and heal and deliver. And the, and God's, amazing work of sozoing us of so sometimes i'll be in the middle of like a hard conversation with a teenage son i might be in a overwhelming meeting where i think i can't do what it is i'm being asked of i might be in a you know i don't know any kind of any kind of moment and i'll say the lord sozo like sozo me like come right now heal me save me deliver me from my sin deliver me from unhealthy thinking deliver me before I say and do the wrong thing that starts a fire somewhere like sozo me and I think probably my first question for you today is do you have self-talk like that or when your adrenaline is running or your thoughts are racing what do you do to stop to stop it's interesting um the when my adrenaline's going and when I get going that's the hardest time to stop of course I mean I'm I'm a I'm a you know, pretty rea- I can be reactive. And so, uh, I mean, you and I have some kind of side strategies, like mm-hmm. you'll say, Hey, it's not a 10. Mm-hmm. And I, that, that's a, that's kind of a, a kind of a trigger to me to say, Hey, Oh, you know, this probably is not back it down. Yeah. Yeah. Just somebody didn't put their dishes away. Right. You know, something simple, but, but, uh, but I think in general, um, I have constant conversation with the Lord and I, and my self-talk is really trying to claim the truths that I know. And I was just telling somebody this week, it's amazing to me. When I first became a believer when I was 15 years old, um, I instantly started reading the Bible and then instantly started memorizing scripture. I can recall word for word almost all the scripture I memorized in my first four Hmm. or five years of walking with with the Lord. Mm -hmm. And I think it was because I was devouring it, Mm -hmm. you know. And I think those truths kind of mind. But you and I also, when you were – you had a bunch of years ago. You had some surgeries that mm-hmm. laid you out, and I put a, a a song verse on our on our wall in big print. And sometimes I just read that over and over again. Mm-hmm. When we've been there ten thousand years, we're saying as a son, we'll have no, no less days to sing God's praise than when we first begun. And I'll read that over and over again and think, okay, it gets me in the place where I think God wants my 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 mind. I'm not, I'm still might be worked up, mm-hmm. but but man, it's it's I can see it in my head, and I and I read it over and over again, and I can. It's just kind of a tell, mm-hmm. and, and and I I also think with with the punch for strategy, one thing that for our marriage in particular is we have we quickly course correct, knowing knowing it we're just we're not going to take the bait, and we are quicker to forgive, we're quicker to give the benefit of the doubt, we're quicker to ask clarifying questions, and I think all of that kind of is the culmination of how do you how do you live this kind of life of 
being on a f- offensive against the enemy rather than letting the enemy kind of catch you off guard. That's literally the, the title of this chapter is that the enemy wants to catch me off guard. And it was a number of years ago, I was assigned by our local church to do a teaching on rest. And I thought it was kind of a joke, like maybe you even called them and asked them to sign it to me because <laughs> I'm not really that great at it. And I was at Aiden's basketball game and I had my notebook out because I was both watching the game and thinking about my message the week and coming. And I was watching the rhythm of that basketball game. There was timeouts and quarter breaks and halftime and substitutions. And the players are getting lots of chances to play hard and come out and rest and play hard and come out and rest. And I was you know, doing more than one thing at a time. So I was preparing for the message, watching the game, and I was listening to a podcast by English evangelist Graham Cook. He said two things that stuck out to me. The first thing he said is you can tell a qual- the quality of a person's inner life by the amount of opposition it takes to discourage them. And I thought, okay, I don't want discouraged. I want a quality inner life. So what do I need to do? And he went on to say that rest is a weapon. Rest is a weapon we can use to strengthen our inner life, to not be caught off guard, to be well rested. And I was initially kind of bristling at that idea, like the way I do when people try to tell me to slow down or not do so much or whatever. But then I was also watching this basketball game with uh, quarter breaks and halftime and substitutions and timeouts. And I was realizing if if that coach left those same five boys in and they played all four quarters and never rested, by the fourth quarter, they'd be playing pretty sloppy. They'd be they'd be a mess. They'd be making errors. And so breaks actually give you the chance to breathe, reset, refocus, and reengage. And at the end of this day 20, there's a Hebrew word that I teach. It means shade. And of course, God promises to be our shade as well as God asks us to be shade for each other. And so I thought I would just finish this session this day with asking you, who who are some people that are shade for you? And what does that actually look like? Great question. And I'd love for you to answer it too. But sure. I think you are some of my shade. I mean, we we often talk about how we you're you're my deepest breath of the day or our our evening time together is our deepest breath of the day. And um I think that individually when i i I come to the office really early actually some people think that's crazy but it's actually a deep breath for me Mm -hmm. to have that quiet time with the lord before the day gets chaotic and starts but you know i've i've been very fortunate and blessed but to have a twin brother who's also my best friend and he is that shade for me he is he is somebody i can call somebody who i gives me accountability someone who speaks truth into my life um and i you know i have a handful of other friends i the, the people i work with are some of my best friends and you know, my roommate from college works with us matt and you know those people are mm-hmm. are my people mm-hmm. and i and i think you we can't do this alone no and and i don't even think that life is it's not like we're saying life is hard all the time yeah but uh, but i think that we have to have people who who believe and speak the same truth and and are for us yeah and and somebody being for you and they were in your corner uh even you know we were recently at a funeral i told our kids that i felt like they were they were my rear guard mm-hmm. you know and and so i think they can feel like that that protection and that shelter or that covering yeah well i certainly hope that everyone who's listening has someone they feel like provide shade for them 
And again, we can hold on to the promise that God is our shade. And sometimes he provides shade for us in ways where the shader doesn't even know they're doing it. You know, like when someone, um, you know, calls at the right time and listens to us or someone steps up and provides something at the moment when we need it. Like there's all kinds of ways in which God has shaded me through through people that don't even know that they're doing it. But it, they're all extensions. All those efforts are extension of God seeing us and God loving us and God sozoing us. And he, he wants to send us the clear message. And I, I just hope that for everyone that's listening, that they can continue to have conversations with themselves and with each other and with the Lord about how, how can I provide better shade for you? What, what does it look like for me to rest? And how can I see that as a weapon I have in this spiritual warfare? Because I I don't want to be caught off guard. I want to be ready to re-engage. And if that means I need some timeouts and substitutions and quarter breaks, then then let's do it. Yeah. So for everyone listening, I pray that you and yours continue to have meaningful conversations as you learn how to throw the first punch. <laughs>